The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Highland Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took the engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're incredibly fortunate to be graced by the presence of the godfather of modern SEO himself. Joining us today is Rand Fishkin, who is the co-founder and CEO at SparkToro, which helps enterprise marketers and product folks of all stripes uncover the publications and people that influence their target audience. SparkToro's powerful data set contains 70 million public websites and social profiles with a simple-to-use research tool that is free to try. Rand is also the author of the book Lost and Founder, and he was also the founder of a little SEO company called Moz. Yesterday, Rand and I talked about his view of the evolution of search and how it is blending in with other marketing channels. And today we're going to continue our conversation talking a little bit about Rand's current projects and how you can better understand your audience. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Rand Fishkin, co-founder and CEO at SparkToro. Rand, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Great to be here, Benjamin. I told you that I was going to butter you up the entire three episodes that we're doing. (laughs) Did I mention it's an honor and a privilege to have you on our show? It's really exciting. Very kind, very kind. All right, trying to make you blush. I'm going to keep trying throughout the episode. Look, yesterday we talked about SEO, the world that you helped revolutionize, your whiteboard sessions helped an entire community of SEOs learn the craft. You've stepped away from focusing on SEO and you've moved on to the audience research niche, something that is still very important to us SEOs. Talk to me about the rationale for moving away from SEO and moving into helping people understand who their audience is. 
my move was predicated on several things, but one certainly was I had a non-compete with my previous employer, Moz. So I could not go into SEO software, that kind of thing. But to be honest, I was excited to try something new and audience research, market research, that is a field that's fascinated me for a long time and also been very frustrating for me as a marketer who's tried to help people, especially outside of the search world, right? If Google can't send you great search traffic or refuses to or is taking your traffic away from you or is competing with you directly for that traffic or is putting the paid ads up top and so many of them that you can't really rank right, then these problems are getting more pernicious across the field. You have to seek out alternatives. You have to go find channels and tactics and opportunities outside of organic search in order to do marketing effectively for your business or your client. And when I tried to help people do that, especially I was on the board of a few companies and one of them a company called Haiku Deck here in Seattle. I was trying to help for the last few years that I was at Moz. And we constantly struggled to find the sources of influence that reached the audience that this company was right for. So in order to find their customers online, we were trying to find like, what are the places that these people pay attention so that we can do marketing in those places and reach them directly because they're not going to Google and searching for the solution to their problem. And so we can't really reach them through search. It wasn't that Google was competing with us. It was just that there wasn't that direct relationship. I think this is true for a lot of industries. People don't know the thing that they want. Maybe they have a problem, but they have to be reminded of that problem. And marketing classically through advertising and now a lot through social and also through PR has tried to remind them, hey, when you have this problem, here is our solution. One of my favorite examples of this is like, nobody goes to Google and searches for which candy bar should I buy? Fair. I think that for SEOs, part of the challenge, mostly when you're first starting out and something that we talk about a lot on this podcast is you have to understand who your customer is to build your SEO strategies and campaigns around reaching them. So when you are trying to figure out who your audience is, not necessarily what content they consume or what social profiles, what are some of the strategies that you recommend for understanding the basic geo, demo, some other sources of information about the people who are interested in your category and class of products or services? First off, I really strongly recommend anyone against seeking out demographic information. Just because it's largely non-useful, it's also because it will bias you in bad directions. So if you run a survey and you find that the survey respondents are 38% men between 18 and 35. What have you learned? What does that help you do? They also like Bud Light. Some of them may be like, okay, whoop-de-doo. It's just non-useful information. And most demographics, in my opinion, unless you're a giant brand who needs to reach everyone in the world, right? If you're Coca-Cola, demographics make some sense. If you're NASCAR, maybe demographics make some sense. If you are trying to sell anything smaller than those big brand companies, you're going to want maybe some psychographic information and definitely detailed information about things like profession and how they describe their role and what they feel are their frustrations around their, their job or accomplishing that. Or when do they experience the problem that your product helps solve and why are they seeking a solution to it and what are they currently using to solve that problem? If you get answers like that, you can truly understand your audience. You can build a great product for them and you can do great marketing for them. 
if you find out that they're, you know, a certain age and live in a certain area. It's great if you're doing out of home targeting. Sure. Geographic information can be plenty useful if you're doing out of home. Not so useful during coronavirus quarantine. I think that, you know, one of the things that I've advised consulting clients, people listening to this podcast is the first thing that you should be doing is talking to your customers. And, and you highlighted three things that I want to reiterate that understanding the problems your customers have is first and foremost, right? Really being able to find answers to their problems. And this is specifically relevant to SEOs because you're going to write content or promote content that is about answering their problems related to your products or services. I think the second thing that you want to think about is not just understanding what's their problem, but also what their other interests are so you could figure out what the marketing channels you should be using when you start thinking about not only gathering data about your customers' issues, their problems, their needs for products or services, what's some of the other information you can gather from that to basically figure out when they're raising their hand, when they're in market, when they're ready to receive information about your product or service? What are some of the targeting criteria that you recommend people look at? I really like using a combination of surveys and interviews for this because a survey will give you data at relative scale and you can sort of see blind spots, right? Like, oh, we did not capture enough folks who match this criteria in our survey. And so we need to do more of that. Or if you have survey data, you can dig into it and say, oh gosh, a lot of people are responding to this question with this response. I want to understand that more deeply. Well, let's interview six or seven of them or 10 or 12 of them and try and get that in-depth answer. And I think that can serve for a lot of those, like, when do you have this problem? What triggered you to seek out a solution? What are you hoping the product will do for you? Why did you choose this solution over something else? What are you currently doing to solve the problem? Those interviews are really, really helpful for digging into that. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Your ethnographic studies are going to unearth some of not only the ways that your customers describe their problems, it's going to tell you about what channels they're interested in hearing about solutions. Then there comes the question of getting in front of them. And I think that this is where SparkToro is a really powerful tool 
talk to me a little bit about some of the data that you're using for SparkToro and what are some of the outputs that SEOs should be aware of? We do have a good number of folks who say they do SEO of one sort or another who are using SparkToro. And the data inside SparkToro is pretty simple. You know, it's not AI, it's not machine learning, it's nowhere near as advanced or complex as something like Moz. It's really, really simple. So essentially what we do is we crawl 10 different social networks and websites and we'll say, oh, okay, here's Benjamin Shapiro's Voices of Search podcast and that links to the website and the website links to Benjamin's LinkedIn profile and his LinkedIn links to his Twitter and that points to his Facebook. And then we can figure out what his Pinterest account is and Reddit and yada, 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 right? You're going to find me everywhere other than TikTok. (laughs) We've not found your TikTok. And we connect up all those profiles and then say, okay, that is considered one profile in our database. We have about 76 million of those right now. They're almost all English language profiles. And then you can search across them. So you can say, I want to find people who in their bio or their profile or their about say that they're an electrician. So show me electricians. And then we'll say, oh, great. Well, we have these 4,000 electricians. Well, show me just the ones in Canada. All right, we've got 800 electricians in Canada. Now tell me what YouTube channels they subscribe to. Tell me what podcasts they engage with or follow. Tell me which websites they link to, visit, share, engage with. Tell me which social accounts on Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn and Pinterest and all these places that they follow. Tell me media sources and press accounts that they engage with. And we can give all that data. For SEOs, a lot of them also like the text-based insights. So we have this section called audience insights where you can see words and phrases that are frequently found in these people's bios. You can see hashtags that they frequently use. You can see words and phrases that they frequently use. And those often will indicate content opportunities and keyword opportunities for targeting a particular audience that might have been difficult to uncover if you're just doing classic keyword research. So I'm going to do a little case study here. We're going to type in the keyword SEO into SparkToro, a free account. Which search are you using? There's like five ways of searching, right? My audience frequently talks about... Oh, my audience frequently talks about... Okay. So this will be people who talk about SEO, not necessarily people who professionally describe themselves as SEOs. Right. These are the people who are the SEO influencers. Here's a pop quiz for you. Don't worry, I'm going to butter you up again a little here. When we go into the social tab and we talk about who are the biggest influencers in SEO, do you think you can give me the top three results? (laughs) I ran the search, so I'm probably cheating. But it's me, Moz, and Search Engine Land. You know, you beat Danny Sullivan, and I'm sure he's pissed about it. We're going to have to have him on the podcast to talk about this. But Does he go on podcasts? I have no idea. Probably not. (laughs) But he's fourth on the list. I was going to say, once he joined Google, I'm pretty sure they stuck the alphabet muzzle on him. They actually created their own podcast now. I think John is the one who's hosting it, but they Mm. have been in the podcast community a little. No, I don't think he actually does any podcast, and there's no way in hell that he would be our guest. We have been trying to get John Miller on the podcast. I can do my best imitation. That would be great. Everything Google does is for the betterment of humanity. Perfect. We have never made a mistake in our history. (laughs) My previous criticisms of Google do not exist. These are not the droids you're looking for. Very impressive. (laughs) Sounds spot on. I think that as I'm looking through SparkToro here, and as much as I wanted to point out what some of the results are, and obviously mentioned that you're one of the biggest influencers in SEO still, the thing that's useful to me about the tool is not only does it tell you, hey, turns out Rand and Moz and Search Engine Land and Danny Sullivan are really relevant for you, 
It also has the ability to tell you who are some of the other publications and websites that are relevant, and it unearths some of the hidden gems. So when you think of ways to take this data and make it useful, sure, we're a podcast, a media business. Understanding that Moz is a company that we would like to work with is kind of a no-brainer, and it also might be unrealistic to have a relationship with them linking back to us. First off, I don't think that's unrealistic at all. Let's say you didn't know the SEO field well. Mm -hmm. So you come here and you're like, oh, okay, 55% of the audience that talked about SEO in the last 120 days engaged with Moz on one or more of these eight social channels or their website. A, that makes sense. It's the same amount that engaged with Search Engine Land, which is also 55%. So you might be like, oh, great. Let me see if either of those take guest contributions. Hey, both of them do. You can be a writer and submit a guest editorial to either Moz or Search Engine Land, and they accept and publish those every week. That's a phenomenal opportunity. You run a podcast. You could easily reach out to some of the editors at Search Engine Land or some of the writers there and say, hey, do you want to be a guest on our podcast and talk about your recent Search Engine Land article? And that will likely bring with it a bunch of their audiences. Hey, Rand Fishkin, you know, reaches 52% of this audience. Would you like to be a guest on our podcast? This seems a little meta now, <laughs> but here I am, right? And also that's how we got connected. I responded to one of your emails about a SparkToro product update and said, we're fans of your work and I use SparkToro. Can you come on the podcast and talk about your work? Yeah, absolutely. My point was sometimes there are influencers in your given channel. Maybe SEO is a little different because a lot of it is about content marketing. But if I am studying consumer packaged goods and the biggest influencer is Coca-Cola, CEO of Coca-Cola might not have time for me. Absolutely. And that's going to happen regularly, right? So if you look at... So I, I looked at my audience frequently uses the hashtag CPG consumer product goods. Mm -hmm. And it's Forrester, Adweek, Gartner, Nielsen, National Retail Federation, Retail Wire. And you might go through these and be like, oh man, I'm not sure I can really reach them. But then you can click on filters and you can go hidden gems. Show me the hidden gems, high engagement accounts with smaller followings. This is exactly where I was going. Go on. Yeah. And then you might see, ooh, I like this. Okay. Jason Goldberg, Retail Geek, Chief Commerce Strategy at Publicist Group, host of his own podcast. That's my guy right there. Here's his LinkedIn profile. Boom. I'm going to click that. Who do I know? Who knows Jason? Hey, so-and-so, can you make me an introduction to Jason? Let me see if he'd like to come on my podcast. Maybe I could go on his too. Da -da 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 -da. This is how relationships are built. This is how you form your network. The nice thing is you can click on, you know, Jason Goldberg or Doug Stevens, add them to a list, and then you'll get their email address too, because it goes out to hunter.io and fetches email addresses. And that's super nice, right? You can drop them a line directly. Yeah, I think that A, thank you for the product description and tour. And B, my point was that this is modern marketing and it's beyond just how do I figure out what podcasts should my company be on? What are the YouTube channels that we should be reaching out to? There are ways to develop relationships with the most important people in whatever industry you're working with and doing the influencer outreach, digital PR, whatever you want to call it. These are all the same things that you would be doing to create your backlinking strategy. And so using this rich data is an impactful way to understand not only who you should be reaching out to, but also get their contact information and understand where their influence is actually coming from. All right, Rand, 
Your time is precious. It's important to us. And I want to be respectful of it. We're going to call this quits for today, but we're going to bring you back tomorrow and continue our conversation to talk about integrating PR, social influencers, and SEO. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Rand Fishkin, co-founder and CEO of SparkToro. In the third and final part of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Rand and I are going to discuss integrating PR, social, influencers, and SEO. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Rand, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Randfish, R-A-N-D-F-I-S-H. Or you could visit his company's website, which is sparktoro.com, S-P-A-R-K-T-O-R-O.com. You could also find his book, Lost and Founder, at sparktoro.com slash book. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap. B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. (music) 